Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Compassionate, caring, and cuddly. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Getting quite a bit of reaction uh, on emails, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com, to um, Lee Humphrey telling us that when the two Canadian hostages were in the Philippines and there were there was a possibility to rescue them and or, or to pay the ransom, that the rescue plan was in place and ready to go under Stephen Harper, but as soon as Justin Trudeau arrived on the scene as the prime minister, all of that just broke down and fell apart and there was no interest anymore from the federal government to pursue either the rescue or the uh, to pay the ransom and and release the uh, the two Canadian hostages. Lee is going back to the Philippines next week. He knows the families directly, and uh, and he'll talk to us when he comes back. Well, speaking of coming back, she's back from Costa Rica, where they're recovering and will be for some time from the explosive invasion of one. Catherine Swift. <laughs> Welcome home. Well, I did have fun. <laughs> I don't doubt that somehow. What Good for I you. Say? Good for you. What was this about ziplining? Oh, it was such fun. I'd never been ziplining before, and I'd often sort of seen it. it. It seems to be kind of the trendy thing to do right now whenever you go to these tropical destinations. But it was great. It was a five-stage course. So there was five different sort of zipline experiences on this, and one of them was really, really high. If I had a heights issue, I'll tell you, it would have been, it would have been a problem. And of course, I went. My, my son, I was there with my son, his wife, and, and my granddaughter, and the other grandma. It was the grandma trip, um, and uh, <laughs> my son, I don't think thought I would, would do it. <laughs> So it was great fun proving him wrong. What could I say? A eh? mummy's revenge. <laughs> How long does that take to do five uh, five stages of zipline? Oh well, the whole thing was a good. I'd say a good forty five minutes or so. Wow. Um, he, he, mind you, you're not ziplining the whole time, right? You're going from one to the other. Yeah. The longest one was about two minutes, and like it was a super like super high start off point. And the 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 thing was that the, the challenge, and I'm sure this is probably true with a lot of these ziplines, is. You, depending on the winds, and the winds are pretty high there, you you don't necessarily always make it to the next platform, and you you don't want to do that, right? You don't want to be hanging no. in the middle of a zip line. So there was one in particular where I could, the wind was really hitting me hard, so I thought it's slowing me down. And I remember I, I tucked in my arms and my I was trying to make myself as aerodynamic <laughs> as possible, so I would make it to the platform, and I did. But I'll tell you, it was barely. Well, well, that sounds like great fun. I would recommend it to anyone, and and Costa Rica, I must say, I have never been. I had never been there before. It's a beautiful, beautiful place, and uh, my my granddaughter got to dip her toes in the uh, in the Pacific Ocean <laughs> for the first time, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, she's what uh, under a year still, right? She's seven months, just well, about exactly. Well, welcome home. Welcome home. Thank you. Pretty, pretty soon, be home, even though. I'm at my cottage now, and it's minus 21, and it was like 35 in Costa Rica. That's crazy, so isn't it? Isn't it just a, bad? Bit of an abrupt change. Yeah. Welcome home to Canada. Thank you. Uh, still in California is Michelle Simpson, who was on the air with us earlier when we were talking about the 
The email that was sent out by the energy minister for the province of Ontario, where the Liberals are congratulating themselves for creating a solution to the energy, to the electricity pricing uh, crisis, and a solution they point out in their email, the minister points out in his email, that neither the NDP nor the progressive conservatives could come up with. This is absolutely mind-boggling, either total disrespect for voters, or it's the last possible play, so they know that it's turn out the lights, the party's over, uh, unless they manage somehow to start a, a huge toppling of dominoes in the opposite direction. Michelle, what did you uh, what did you come away with just thinking about that uh, that email by the uh, minister saying that the Liberal government of Kathleen Wynne is the solutions government for getting the prices of electricity down? A fire broke up in my head because my <laughs> hair erupted because of spontaneous combustion. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I you know I was as animated as my other beauties have been on other issues. I believe. I mean, it was just mind-boggling. And as I said, it was so audacious. Uh, It was beyond comprehension, that letter. They clearly think Ontarians are really stupid. Really, really stupid. Yes, clearly they do. Clearly, that, that is exactly the way they feel. By this line, they created the massive problem, and now they're coming in like the conquering heroes to fix it? Give me a break. Well, they're looking, Linda, I suspect they're looking at the last two elections and saying, you know, the PCs had it in the bag, and, and, and they blew it, mm-hmm. and now we can, uh, we can make this outrageous claim, and people will believe us, or enough people will believe us, and it'll help us reestablish ourselves, and uh, either with win or without win, we'll be back in the government again. And if that happens, Ugh. Roy, I'm leaving the Ontario. You're coming with me. <laughs> like, please. And it is an insult. And then to say that, you know, Andrea Horwath or Patrick Brown do not have a plan. Well, I read in the Toronto Star this week Andrea's outline, and she wants to bring back hydro to the, to the taxpayers' hands. The taxpayers own this. I, everybody says, oh, it can't be done. Well, it can be done. And something drastic has to happen here. But all Wynn is doing, is, as we've talked about, is amortizing it out over another 25 years so our kids are going to pay. Hydro is not a luxury. It's a necessity. You can't create it and store it. You, 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 you create it and you use it or you lose it. And we are losing big time in this province where we are being gouged. And, and it's Americans, for example, American hydro users uh, across the lake in, in, in Syracuse and Rochester they're the ones who are benefiting from uh, Ontario ratepayers yeah. underwriting their their electricity costs. Uh, let me move on to another one really quickly because a lot of things to talk about here, and, and, and I'm going to sort of be the traffic cop. We also had Mr. Trudeau and uh, Madame Notley, the uh, highly celebrated premier of Alberta, in, uh, in Texas, and I heard from Cody. Cody sent an email, as Albertan, that listened to a clip of Trudeau in Texas this week and he was being cheered and applauded. It really pissed me off because I feel like they didn't actually care about anything he said. They love him because he's making Canada and my fellow Albertans less competitive to them by policies he and his cronies are implementing. It's a shame media and government can sit there and spew the garbage they do, and we're the ones picking up the tab and pay for the consequences. 
He carries on, my provincial government is taking money from me and gleefully paying an Ontario company to install LED light bulbs in people's homes. What a ridiculous slap in the face of people like me and unemployed Albertans. It makes me sick what's going on anymore. Thanks for being one of the only people in media I can trust and for not telling us how we feel. Good job, Roy. Well, wow. Well, well, when I read about Trudeau and Notley in, in Texas, of course these Americans are applauding. They're going, yeah, man, you're sending all this investment our way. And I noticed the, the tweets of some of the liberals, oh, isn't it wonderful Trudeau's getting applauded. I know. Uh, let's, let's look at the real data here. Investment, we, we just heard this week, Shell is taking billions out of Alberta. Um, you know, we've seen investment in Canada, that the, the performance is terrible. And, and yet, you know, some people are taking delight that these Americans are, are applauding our people that are wrecking the economy here in Canada. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't get it. Well, I think we'd be we'd be we'd be applauding if President Trump were in Alberta saying, you know, we're going to shut down the oil industry in uh, in the United States and we're just going to give all of our business to the oil sands. They'd be up on their feet cheering too. Of course, of course. But how how anyone in Canada views this as some big win is beyond me. There's a thousand plays on words there. Yeah, yeah, I kind of uh, yeah. A thousand plays on words. <laughs> thousand, a thousand, and more. We uh, before I take the break, Linda, you uh, you sent an email earlier in the week about Mr. Trudeau committing to 650 million dollars on sexual and reproductive health rights spending uh, globally, with Canada picking up what Donald Trump refused to carry through. Um, Using U.S. funny, I'm bo- I'm borrowing from your email. Go away, not go away. Go ahead. <laughs> well, Roy, you know what? It it, it was glaring. I, I read it, uh, and I was like, six hundred and fifty million dollars. Excuse me, and it, it's not really putting us into the bedrooms of the whole world because there's over a hundred nations involved in this. We got issues here at home, my friend. I mean, why are we spending this kind of money? And I'm not going to, you know, I'm all for women's rights, absolutely. And this happened yeah. on International Women's Day. And way to go, ladies. We got a long way to go yet. But please, he could cut a check to every Canadian, particularly here in Ontario, who can't afford their hydro bills, instead of trotting out more than half a billion dollars, Roy. And to what study and, and get involved in the fight over abortions, anti-abortions. It's a tough, tough topic. But again, we need to take care of people here in Canada right now. We've got big issues. I don't like well, the way you said. I don't like the way you said, Roy. It sounded like I was in trouble. Yeah, you're not in trouble. <laughs> Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Everybody's talking at the same time. <laughs> it does not work. Let me take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll uh, we'll we'll pick up the topic, and we have some others to get at um, before we run out of time. Catherine Swift back from Costa Rica. Uh, Michelle Simpson still in California. Linda Leatherdale still propping up the Ontario economy all by herself. She has more cars in her driveway than most dealerships have on their lots. Back after this. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
She's been called the uh, the pig lady, and uh, she was in trial in Hamilton uh, in the last couple of days because of the water she fed to uh, some pigs that were being taken to a slaughterhouse. It was a hot August day in Toronto when it happened, and uh, she's going to be waiting for the judge's decision, but she's going to be joining us tomorrow, along with the international president of PETA and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the lawyer for my guest. I'm going to find her name here. Okay, what did I do? With... I shouldn't start things that I, that I don't have ready, right? should never do that. Uh, oh, gosh. Anita, is it Anita? Yeah, it's Anita. So she's going to be joining us tomorrow. And we'll take your calls. Linda Leatherdale, Catherine Swift, Michelle Simpson. They are the beauties. I'm the beast. It's the Green Show on the Cordless Radio Network. Michelle, uh, Linda's concern is the $650 million. Justin Trudeau said he's going to spend on sexual and reproductive health rights globally, picking up the tab after Donald Trump said we're not paying for this. What do you say, Michelle? I say it's a waste of money because what they're funding, what uh, Justin Trudeau's proposing, is funding legal challenges to challenge the laws in these countries. When Stephen Harper defunded, you know, he stopped funding organizations that he believed promoted you know, abortion rights, that's different than funding a bunch of lawyers going to court in countries. We have no business doing that. Catherine? Well, I, I just view this as one of the um, over overall parts of the strategy to get a U.N. Council Security, or a Security Council seat. And there's been quite a lot of money, I suspect it's probably billions by now, spent in this aim. And in my view, anyway, I think the UN is one of the most corrupt, problematic organizations on the planet that probably should be dismantled and, uh, you know, blown up in general. So uh, to me, it's a craven, it's just a craven attempt to get this fairly meaningless thing and charging Canadian taxpayers many, many, many dollars to do it. Yeah, he sees an yeah. election uh, opportunity, an election campaign opportunity, if he can walk around with a chair from the United Nations. He gets off the bus and he's carrying the chair everywhere he goes. I it's guess. like Linus yeah. in the blanket. It's going to be Justin in the chair. But but who really cares in Canada? Nobody. Well, anybody that understands anything about the U.N., should be appalled by this, not just caring, should be appalled. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and uh, I'm just looking at all these things right? we had on our list to get started. The, <laughs> the uh, Catherine gets back, and it's a whirlwind of suggestions, and it's great. <laughs> but it's, uh, let's try this. Let's talk about that. I've been away for a week. Look at these 16 <laughs> items that I looked at while I was on the zip line. I thought of this one. I know. I can't help myself. It's all right. But you know, Roy, I listened to your last hour um, and this whole notion of Canadians being called racist by yeah, Trudeau yeah. Uh, and Islamophobes, blah, 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 it really strikes me that, you know, a lot of analysis after Trump got elected in the U.S., and this, this rang true to me anyway, it, it, it talked about how average people were being called by Hillary Clinton in that instance, racist and so on and so forth, and these people, they knew they weren't racist, you know, and your average, you know, your average middle class person who is not racist, who is, you know, your average person, 
they really resented <laughs> the fact that they were being accused of something they knew wasn't true. But you know, as we said in the last hour, Catherine, it's the shutdown argument. Oh, they is. use oh, it. They use it. They use it to kick the legs out from under oh, you. Absolutely. But but all I'm saying, Roy. Oh, I agree with you. This, I agree with you. Is, this has a lasting legacy because a lot of average Canadians who know darn well they are not racist or Islamophobes yeah. really resent this. This is why I call these issues on the air. I won't let them yeah. get away with it. I'm going to I'm going to take them on, and because this is a country filled with good people with great intentions. Look at you know we, we on one hand we have a government and a prime minister who brags about our diversity being our strength, and on the and on the other hand he accuses his constituents of being racists. Well, and you wouldn't have you would not have. Want to come here? Well, you know what, you Catherine, people. you wouldn't have a successful diversity program if you had a country that was filled with racists. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, pick one, Mr. Trudeau. Oh, I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, pick, but he'll never come on uh, your show because you're not going to be a friendly. No, I'm not. No. I definitely. I want you to tick that off in the prime minister's office. Roy Green, not friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Asking real questions. Well, and and bed. that's what people expect. So the, so the PBO report to build two point five billion dollar hole in the federal government's infrastructure spending. What's that all about? Wow, where did the money go? Where the well, money go? You know what, though, I've seen these before with other governments too. So I mean, to, to, to be fair, and goodness knows we want to be fair. What struck me the most in that PBO report, because I read it, is that the data from the federal government was so opaque, so hard to understand. That, to me, was the, the, not the $2.5 billion, not that that's insignificant, but the, the data was so hard to understand that the PBO people are not stupid. These are pretty expert financial folks. They couldn't get to the truth. And, you know, the Trudeau gang advertised <laughs> themselves as, oh, transparent, evidence-based, blah, blah, blah. Well, they are absolutely the reverse of that, and this is just one more proof of, of that the fact that they are anything but transparent. Okay, I've got 60 seconds left, 30 seconds for, Ka- for, for Linda, 30 seconds for, for Michelle. Okay, so Because you just used yours up, Catherine. I did. Yeah. The Bank for <laughs> International Settlements, Roy, I think we should be looking at this very carefully, that we are setting ourselves up here for a financial crisis here in Canada. Yeah. I was at a build, a national home show lunch on Friday, an economist from TD, doesn't think a crash is going to happen immediately, but we are into something here, Roy, and I just want to sound the alarm bells. Yeah, and you've been doing that for the last couple of years, and and, and now the people, other people are sounding right along with you, so you were the leader on that one. Well, Mich- you too, Roy. You well, I just, yep. I, I just show up. I'm just your, your sidekick. Um, 30 seconds, uh, Michelle, anything? I won't even use my 30 seconds. Just hear, hear, Linda. I agree. <laughs> Exactly. We need wine again in Palm Desert. Yes, that's it. Okay, you guys are having all too much fun. So, oh, I'm going to get more emails now because I said to you guys, oh, jeez. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll talk next Saturday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beauties. Toodaloo. 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 We'll uh, come back in a second and tell you about tomorrow.